like an accidental connoisseur, you know what I'm saying? Like a connoisseur with ADD. <laughs> yeah. But I do like my stuff. And I do like my things. I also like my women, you know what I'm saying? Black ball, yeah. I like my steaks extra rare, yeah. Like my women extra rare, yeah. I wanna keep two like ducks, baby. I'm just trying to get a pair, ha. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy, Larry Harris Jr., AKA Black Bobby, and welcome to The Accuracy. Uh, today on The Accuracy, I wanted to talk about the non-white vote in the United States and what I believe, I guess my thesis is that the non-white vote, uh, specifically black men and Latinos in general, will be less for Biden than it was for Hillary. Um, you know, specifically, you know, Latinos in 2016 and Hispanics came out for Hillary at 66% to Trump's 25%. Um, and black men uh, in 2016 turned out for Hillary at uh, 81%, which is fairly low if you consider history, to Trump's 14%, which is fairly high if you consider history. And my underlying belief is that either the share of the Latino and Hispanic vote for Trump will increase and the share of Black men for Trump will increase, or uh, they will not vote for Biden. It's one or the other. Um, I'm not sure which yet, uh, but stay home or vote Trump. The non-white vote in 2020 is not going to be as supportive of Biden as it was for Hillary in 2016. And I'm going to get into why I believe that. Um, first of all, let me say this. People in the polls right now, there's a projected 10% increase in the Latino and Hispanic support for Trump that's heading into 2020 than it was in 2016. You know, if that happens, I, I can't imagine any scenario where, you know, President Trump will get 35% of the Latino and Hispanic vote, but that's what's projected. If that happens, a 10% increase in Latino and Hispanic support from 2016 to 2020, Trump may landslide Biden. Trump may landslide Biden. I'm going to say it again because, you know, if you think about history, and I'm going to get into it a little bit here. First of all, the lowest Democrat for Hispanic vote, Latino vote, in a presidential winning contest, the lowest winning Democrat was Bill Clinton. And I'll get into that a little bit later, but let's start out with black folks. Now, what you need to know, and I hate to do this because, first of all, I'm a black man that voted for Hillary, but, you know, 98% of black women voted for Hillary, only 81% of black men voted for Hillary. That's very low for black men. And I do believe there's going to be more more black men, maybe equaling another percent or two. So let's say Trump's support goes up to 15 or 16% among black men. I think it's possible 
The reason why I think it's possible is because of among the actual conservatives, the conspiracy folks, you know, like the Hoteps, et cetera, and then the Candace Owens Blexit crowd, amongst those kinds of people, they're very excited about things that Trump has done. That includes the First Step Act. The First Step Act let out more people from prison who were drug offenders, including crack offenders, by the way, let more people out of prison who were nonviolent drug offenders than Obama did in his entire eight years. People know this fact, especially those kind of people. Also, before the COVID-19 virus and economy because of the virus, before all of this popped off, Trump had some very good numbers on black unemployment that were very exciting to his base and to other people who were Trump curious. You know, you can't ignore that. You know, people want to ignore that number like, oh, well, you know, it started under Obama and Obama really got it started. Okay, that's true. The the improvement in the economy did start under Obama. That's very true. But it doesn't matter to them. You know, just as well as I know, that sitting presidents get credit for the economy that they preside over. And Trump will get credit for this economy in 2020, whatever it is by the time we have an election. I don't know what it is. I'm not in the business of predicting what pandemics are going to do. But I'm going to tell you right now, if it corrects, if we're in a much better place by November, there might be a very big problem for Democrats. Biden needs 90 plus percent of the African-American, Black, whatever you want to call, vote in order to win, you know, handily, I'll say. Every Democrat that wins, even the ones that lose, have at least 90% of the Black vote. Um, If Biden has anywhere 1% to 2% off from his tally, if he isn't above 90% at a sizable enough uh, uh, percentage to make it a make it a, a winning contest. If he's off by one or two percent in any direction, I mean toward towards Trump, then that's going to be a problem for Democrats. Let's get into Latinos and Hispanics. So, the first thing you need to know about Latinos and Hispanics in this country voting for Democrats is that. A lot of people know the record of the Obama administration when it comes to immigration, and they're not happy about it. Um, You know, you may know the surface, which is that there wasn't a DACA deal. You may know the next statistic, which is that Obama deported the most amount of people of any president in American history, even more than Republican presidents that preceded him. And then you may not know the last data point, which is that family separation, deaths at the border, children in cages, even families in cages, started under Obama. And guess what? Guess who knows that information? Yes, Latinos and Hispanics in this country do know that information. If you doubt my reporting because you've been inundated with propaganda from the New York Times, et cetera. Uh, you might do yourself a favor other than watching my my the accuracy podcast on 
Obama's immigration record or the vlog that are both up on the internet, you can check out Roberto um, Lovato's reporting. Uh, Roberto does a really good job on reporting the shortcomings of the Obama administration when it comes to immigration. He's one of the first places I found proof that all of that stuff did happen under Obama, that Obama is probably the worst president in American history on immigration, save Trump. Trump may be worse. I'm not sure. This this, uh, administration isn't over yet, but in Obama's eight years and before Trump, he was the worst president in American history on immigration, flat out. So Latinos and Hispanics know this information. Um, They supported Bernie Sanders in the primary. That's why Bernie won Nevada, for example. Um, You know, right now, Joe Biden is not polling very well with Latinos and Hispanics. Uh, Latino Decisions did a poll finding that Joe Biden was at 49% support amongst Latinos and Hispanics. That's very low. He needs to be much higher. Like I said before, the lowest winner of a presidential contest that was a Democrat was Bill Clinton with Latino support of 61%. That's the lowest Latino support you can have in modern history uh, since 1980 and win the election. Jimmy Carter was 56, Walter Mondale 61, Dukakis 69, Bill Clinton. See, the thing about Dukakis 69 is that H.W. was 39, so that's very good. Bill Clinton was 61, and H.W. was 25 against Bill Clinton. See, that's very that's a big swing. Um, so, you know, you got to know in American history, uh, 61% is basically the lowest you can have and win a presidential contest as a Democrat. You need very good support amongst Latinos and Hispanics. And 49% isn't going to cut it. That's why I believe there is a possibility, a possibility for a Trump landslide out there. Uh, If everything goes the way it looks right now, that could be the case, although the virus and the economy because of the virus are throwing off that prognostication. So let's keep moving. The Economist and YouGov, I believe, also have a head-to-head poll with Biden and Trump, where they also have Biden at 49% support amongst Latinos and Hispanics. Again, very low. And they have Trump at 35%. Like, this is what I was saying before about the 10% increase from 2016 to 2020 is that, you know, Trump was at 25 in 2016. If he goes to 35 in 2020, can you imagine Trump going to 35? That means places like Florida, California, even even though that's not going to matter, but Arizona. I mean, there are places where Latino support going up that much. It's really going to tilt the scale or really put it over the edge for Trump. And if you know, I know that he's not polling very well in Florida right now. He's losing to Biden. But if Latino support is uh, 35% for Trump in 2020 and it affects Florida, that's going to be a very big deal. Um, I encourage you to check those polls out, by the way. Um, very interesting stuff. So one of the last points I want to leave you with is that You know, presidents in the past have done very democratic presidents in the past, winning democratic presidents in the past have done very well with the Latino and Hispanic community. Um, Like I said, Bill Clinton is the floor at 61 percent. But in his next election, he was at 72 percent. And Bob Dole was at 21, which is terrible. Um, Al Gore, 62 percent. But George W. 
was at 35, which is what they're projecting for Trump. Now, imagine if Trump does as well with Hispanics and Latinos as George W. George W. had mariachi bands at every venue in Philly during the Republican convention. Was that Philly or L.A.? In, in, at the Republican convention in 2000, uh, he had, uh, you know, more uh, Mexican and Latino-inspired uh, accoutrement than any presidential candidate I've ever seen. This guy was all over the place. He made it sure. George W. Bush loves him a Mexican, man. That's the thing. And I don't know about the rest of the Latinos and Hispanics, but he does love Mexicans, and he made it very clear to people. Can you imagine if Trump ties George W. Bush amongst Latino and Hispanic support? That's outrageous. That's outrageous. I couldn't even imagine a world that that happened, considering what just happened in the first term of his administration. But that is what people are projecting. That's crazy to me. Um, could happen. It could not happen. Let's keep moving. Um, Al Gore, an, another loser, a person that did win the popular vote, though, 62%. See, that's very low. Um, George W. Bush, again, with the 35, like I said. And then uh, John Kerry, uh, 58%. Way too low. George W. Bush, 40%. Wow. You know, Barack Obama in 2008, 67%. John McCain, 31%. That was actually very good. But John McCain's from Arizona. I can understand how that could happen. Uh, and then 2012, Barack Obama, 71%. And Mitt Romney, 27%. Way too low. And, and Barack Obama did a lot better. And um, what I was saying about that is also, you know, Hillary Clinton um, Hillary Clinton did 66% with Hispanic and Latino voters, and Trump did 28%. See, now Trump did very well with Hispanic and Latino voters in 2016. And if he goes up anymore, they, they said, well, they said 28 here, and I have 25 in another place. But between 28 and 25, if he goes up to 35, that's incredible. That's incredible. Um, not to say that Trump is an incredible person, but that's a feat that I couldn't even imagine him pulling off given what we've lived through in the last three and a half years so far. So anyway, let's wrap this up. Um, the point of this all is that, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are very confident in the ability for Vice President Biden to win this election. You know, this seems like the same recipe for disaster that we had in 2016, where Democrats are overly confident. They believe that they have a easy win against a two-punch chump candidate who can't hang on the debate stage, much less on policy, um, you know, out in the stump, et cetera, et cetera. That, you know, if you believe that, you're setting yourself up for the 2016 Hillary fall again. You got to believe this is going to be a very tough election. Trump is trending toward landslide. Understand that. Trump is trending toward landslide. This is not going to be an easily won election. If you want Biden to be president, if you want to beat Trump, take him out of the White House, it is going to take a lot more than a bunch of jokes about disinfectant and memes to get him out of the White House. It's going to take actual organization, something that I did not see in the primary from the Biden campaign, where they didn't even campaign in certain states and won them anyway. So if you think you're going to get by on good old time, fat, a feel about Uncle Joe, a couple memes, uh, name recognition, uh, you know, and general dislike of Trump, that's not going to work. If the Democratic Party's platform is going to be Donald Trump's a bad guy, let me tell you why all the time, that's not going to work either. People need to be inspired. People want 
to be inspired to vote. They want to feel like they're voting for something, not against something. They want to feel like the person they're voting for is going to bring change to their lives. And that hasn't happened very often. So when you go out and you organize for Joe Biden, because I'm not going to be with you, but if you're out there organizing for Joe Biden, I'm going to tell you what, you got to be a lot, you got to shoot for a lot more stars than you guys have been shooting for. This is, a, you, you're playing very uh, conservative conservative poker right now and i tell you what scare money doesn't win money anyway this is your boy larry harris jr aka black bobby thank you for tuning into the accuracy and i will catch you guys next time peace